Save the Semantics, episode 210. It is May 9th, 2023. My name is Myro. This is the podcast where I ramble on for a bit. Oh, fuck. About some shit. I just kind of dropped my glasses a bit there. I think it's good, though. Yeah, I think it's fine. I need new glasses anyways. Jesus, dude. These things are uh, crusty and musty as hell. Anyways, um... Recording this a little early because I once again found the time and I also wanted to record something kind of in advance um, leading up to Tears of the Kingdom because that's probably that's really the only thing that's going to be in my that I'm going to be thinking about honestly for this entire week um, and I thought that maybe it would be it would be kind of like a fun idea to to look down memory lane and kind of talk about Zelda and sort of my experience with the franchise and you know the kind of the what these games mean to me and their sort of importance uh because they are it is one of my favorite franchises um and maybe I've sort of uh touched upon that before but I haven't really done a I haven't really done like a full uh delve into what kind of makes the series special for me and then also sort of my my I guess my history with it and you know how I started off getting into the series itself um and I I thought that would be kind of just like a fun little thing uh to do for I guess this part of this week's episode um leading up to release and um post-release I'm I'm sure I'll have many things to say so uh I just kind of wanted to dedicate a little time just talking about that um i'll just say today this this week is like this week is kind of interesting i guess to say um it's like there's some things there there's, there's like a lot of things going on for sure um a lot of things in terms of like you know playoffs and, and i guess some we have some things that i got to take care of uh in my own life and stuff like that so it's like uh, it's like a whole bunch of shit going on at the same time so it's like um but uh other than that I, I'm, I'm really just like wanting to uh you know put some time into uh just kind of relaxing when i can and and doing stuff like kind of miscellaneous things like just kind of you know finding the time to do uh do this podcast that sort of thing um i feel like i have a decent schedule right now and i really want to kind of take advantage of it um so yeah that's kind of where my headspace is this week i found the time now i'm willing to kind of put in the time to uh do some extra things like this um but i'll say i'll start off by saying like when i first got into the series i my first my first console that i got as like a birthday gift uh was a GameCube. I was playing uh like Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest on like the PlayStation um PlayStation 1 and 2. Uh, but that was my th- those were my mom's consoles. GameCube was like the first that was like my, you know, that was like my console um and the very first game that I got on there was Mario Party 7. I think it might have come with like I think it came with like a GameCube package, something like that. Um, it came with the with the console, 
Um, so Mario Party 7 was like the first game that I ever got. First Mario game that I ever played, which is pretty wild. And I enjoyed it. I, I, I'm pretty sure I put in quite a lot of hours. <laughs> I'm, I'm part of, I, I, I do actually kind of want to revisit it sometime just because it's it's been so long since I've played it. But I, I just remember like, I remember getting frustrated <laughs> in, in the party party games and uh you know having having fun with like the mini games but the you know the actual board game itself i remember getting frustrated because there's a lot of rng and randomness evolved um and so very similar to kind of like a monopoly or i guess like uh parcheesi i guess um where there's certain elements with the board where if you land on a square or space you get you know you lose coins and that sort of thing so i i enjoyed i enjoyed it for sure uh but i think the first my first game that i really kind of grasped onto was was wind waker and i got that i don't remember exactly when i got that game um but that was my very first zelda game it was my very first like action, you know. I I don't know if I can I don't know if you can really call it role playing because role playing is so like broadly defined nowadays. But I guess you could really you know you can call it a Zelda kind of an action role playing game, right? So that was kind of like the first that I got introduced to, because up until that point I had been playing like traditional, you know, quote unquote JRPGs, Final Fantasy, um, Dragon Quest, turn based turn-based combat right where it's not really action focused but it's more of you know a menu system that you work with to everything is menu based right you got you know you got your party you gotta equip certain items and that sort of thing and when you do battle it's it's turn-based right so you you, kind of take your time unless you're doing unless it's like final fantasy where it's like atp whatever um so i was not familiar with you know an action oriented game like um like zelda for first person right uh, not first person but you know single player um and so it was kind of i was actually having some difficulty with it <laughs> it's funny to just like think back um there the very first like sequence or one of the earliest sequences in the game you're in like a pirate ship and you gotta complete this like rope mini course um something like that uh for this pirate named nico and i just remember getting so fucking frustrated when i was younger i forgot how i, I was like i don't know six five six years old and dude I, I did i got so fucking frustrated like i was like throwing a tantrum and shit and my mom was like all right you gotta you just gotta stop playing right now <laughs> this shit is not we can't we can't do this right now this is just like you're getting way too you're getting way too into this um and she ended up completing <laughs> the fucking stage for me, which is, like, embarrassing for me. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, after... She she told me that she beat it, like, after I went to bed, which is so funny. Um, and it was, like... I was both, like, thankful and also just, like, kind of embarrassed. I was like, damn, I couldn't even fucking do this shit myself. Like, my mom had to do it for me. <laughs> it's just, like... And Wind Waker, by the way, is... 
probably the easiest Zelda game. You know what I mean? It's it's very much catered to beginners. It's catered to to me really, and I still could not get past this fucking rope swinging um, section of the game, and I was just like struggling so hard with it. Um, I just think it's it's really funny. So yeah, shout out to my mom for <laughs> getting me past that helping me get past that um but I, the the rest of the experience it was uh it was like a really it was a really incredible experience going through this game and discovering the world and getting kind of familiar with the the zelda format it's kind of funny this it's you know, Zelda was, you know, first came out, what, 1986? Um, but this was the third 3D Zelda game. So, so after, you know, after Ocarina and Majora, which I think is really interesting because it's, that's not that many, you know what I mean? Like, that's not that many 3D Zeldas. Like, of course, Ocarina was a huge smash hit and they built you know, kind of a base from that point on, and then, and the 3D games kind of developed after, you know, after the, within the early 2000s and that sort of thing, but I, I think it's still pretty remarkable, the, this, the, kind of the status of this game, like, how it looks, how it performs, the, you know, the button, there's really only like four buttons that you really use in within the game that are like uh i guess that you you're you're gonna be using you got like two item buttons you got the a button for action and rolling and then you got uh you know you got the uh l bumper for shield and then b for sword real simple shit right um so it's just it's incredibly accessible for really any gamer I, f I feel like or any introductory gamer it was perfect for me um i love the hell out of it i think just the uh the art style because i didn't know i didn't know anything about zelda at that point i had no idea that this reiteration of of uh you know zelda and kind of the art style was considered controversial right because it was a pretty pretty big departure from you know ocarina and majora uh but it, it was it was perfect for me because i i just really felt i don't know i was a young kid link was a young kid who was discovering shit on his own so i very much i i, I felt that i resonated with him a lot and just kind of the the trials and tribulations of you being kind of this you know you being this um adventurous kid and just going out and doing shit i think it was perfect for for me um and the art style has aged like wine i i it just it looks great like i i, wa I was watching like some speedrunners and some people play it uh and I, I was i think it was like it was either wii footage or wii u footage so wii u might have been you know obviously touched up a bit but uh looking back on like the gamecube original gamecube footage it, it still looks fantastic i think it's just the you know it's it's incredibly cartoony um and you could say like arc unrealistic but i felt that was that style is is really complimentary for the 
for the gameplay, for just the uh, just the feel of the game itself, the atmosphere. Um, it's incredibly lighthearted. It doesn't have, you know, there's obviously the stakes of you know you having to save the world and that sort of thing, but it, it doesn't like it doesn't really weigh on you like maybe some some other Zelda games do, do you know what I mean? There's not that kind of harsh or darker tone that the uh, the N64 Zelda games have or like Twilight Princess, right? Like it's just not, it's kind of devoid of all that. There are some moments where it's like kind of spooky for sure, but other than that, it's it's very lighthearted and it's you're 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 it's it's bright you know the the sea the the great sea is incredibly just you know vibrant blue and colorful it's 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 gorgeous you know what i mean um and i uh <laughs> my dumbass i ended up fucking selling it dude i still regret that shit to this day i don't know why i sold it i wanted to make like a few bucks for some reason i don't know what what i was thinking but I ended up selling my GameCube copy of, of Zelda. Um, and it, I'm still mad about that shit, you know what I mean? Because it's like, GameCube copies of the game now are super rare and expensive, right? If I want to buy it off of eBay. And I don't have a Wii U. I'm not, I'm not going to buy a Wii U anytime soon. Um, so it's just like, I, I, don't ha- I don't have a copy of one of, basically one of my favorite games, right? Because when I was like younger, when I was like... I don't know, fucking like 11 or something. I went to GameStop and I sold it because I thought I was gonna I was gonna recoup some cash to buy some other game. It was not worth it. It was absolutely not worth it. It was. It's never worth. <laughs> I don't know what the case is for now, but it, it is never worth selling games to GameStop. It never has been. Um, and that's like that's one of my biggest regrets. I swear to God, that is one of my biggest regrets regrets to this day. Um, I was selling that was selling a copy of that game. Um, but <laughs> one day I'll I'll get another copy. You know what I mean? If I ever, if I ever, if they never port Wind Waker and Twilight Princess to the Switch, which I I I, I have I have my reservations on. You know what I mean? I, it's possible that I might just buy a Wii U. You know what I mean? And hey, there's Xenoblade X on there as well, which I also would like to play. So that could be something later down the line. Anyway, uh, Wind Waker was my introduction to Zelda. Kind of a long spiel. I get it. But uh, it was an incredible experience. It was a great uh, first venture into, uh, you know, Zelda and, and I guess that type of game. Uh, because it, it, it was just something that I, I was not familiar with uh, up until that point. Um, and I loved it very much. And I, that's kind of uh, how I really sort of fell in love with the series. Uh, later on... I eventually got to Twilight Princess, but I think before that I played Phantom Hourglass. Um, yeah, I played Phantom Hourglass, uh, and I have a lot of I have some fond memories of it. I think it's it's sort of funny because like this I I I also kind of have a sour taste in my mouth with Phantom Hourglass, similar to Wind Waker, because I actually never finished the game. I never finished it because I got to the last boss in that game. You know, the the two uh, the two DS titles they involve a lot of uh, using the stylus and everything like that. Um, and the last boss requires you to kind of like draw like an hourglass thing in order to uh, what is it? 
uh, in order to defeat the last boss. And I, for the life of me, could not, I could not time it right. And so I just kept dying and over and over and over again to this boss. And I could never, I never beat it. I don't know. It's like, I don't, that's another one. It's like, fuck, dude, am I going to ever get around to, because I ended up, <laughs> I think I sold Phantom Hourglass too. I'm like, it's, I'm 0 for 2 in holding copies of Zelda at this point. You know what I mean? It's like not a good record. It's not a good record at all. Um, so yeah, I ended up selling it. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't think I have it in my in my collection um I'll, I'll need to double check but i'm pretty sure i did sell it uh because i got so frustrated i couldn't beat the fucking final boss um i could not draw that hourglass for the life of me so that's just that's just kind of a that's just kind of a black hole in my in my sort of gaming catalog and in, in my zelda gaming catalog i guess you could say um <laughs> so it's it's just kind of there uh, I I don't know if I I don't know if I'm ever I'm gonna play through it. It wasn't really my favorite Zelda. Like I had a, f- a lot of fun with it. I enjoyed the boat customization. Um, I enjoyed some. I, I enjoyed doing some of the dungeons and kind of. I got used to like the stylus controls and that sort of thing. But I think it might be a little difficult going back to it because I think I don't know how well the stylus kind of gimmick holds up. Like controlling your character by using the stylus. I I don't know. I don't know how well that's gonna, how well that's gonna turn out. So uh, it might be a little difficult getting back into, into that game if I ever do. Um, but I, I did, I, I did enjoy it overall. Just despite some of the, <laughs> despite some of the, I guess trans transgressions that I have with it. You know, not being able to be the final boss and selling it. Um, but other than that, I think it it was a it was an enjoyable experience. Uh, I'm trying to remember if I beat. If I played through Twilight Princess first, or if I played uh, Spirit Tracks, I'm pretty sure it was Twilight Princess. Um, before that, um, Twilight Princess was or no? Hold on, no, 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 no. Let's take it. Let's take a step back. No, no, I completely forgot an entire section. It's just my memory's all fucking wonky. No. Um, I had Wind Waker for the GameCube, but I also got the collector's, like, kind of edition of, I forgot, it was, like, GameCube collector's edition. This shit is super rare now. I don't know, I don't know anybody who has it, but this has Zelda 1, Zelda 2, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask, which is crazy. It has four games in this shit. This is a crazy ass collector. Like thinking about it now, it's like, wow, how the fuck did it? How do we get our hands on this? You know what I mean? Um, which is wild. I I'm pretty sure. I, I God, I, I haven't checked, but I I'm pretty sure I still have it. If I sold it, I'm gonna kick my ass. I'm gonna go back in time and I'm gonna beat the shit out of myself because I was so stupid. Like God, I have some. I've made some dumb ass mistakes when I was younger, but um. It was it was an incredible collector's edition for the GameCube. It had four 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 in one. You know, I didn't I, I, I played through one. I struggled with it because NES and you know SNES games are incredibly difficult. Um but you got Majora's mask and Ocarina in one? Like it's crazy, you know what I mean? Um so I played 
so I th- it was after Wind Waker that I played through Ocarina. It got <laughs> what happened was uh, it was sort of, it was it was difficult for me because Wind Waker was is pretty easy. It's it's a pretty easy game, um, but going into Zelda, uh, you know, Ocarina of Time. It's a lot, you know, it's older. It's like a, it's five, four or five years older. Um, so it's more difficult. Uh, it's less forgiving for me, at least. Um, and I, I kind of struggled with it for sure. Like I, I, I was enjoying myself. I was, I was, I enjoyed kind of going through the dungeons and that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, I, I was really struggling with it. Uh, I got to, and this is not going to surprise anyone, but I got to the water temple and I, I got stuck. I, I got stuck in the water temple. I, I basically, I, f- I feel like it was like, it was like one or two years. What I think that's what it felt like. I'm pretty sure it was like at least over a year before I went back and finally completed the water temple. I had to look up some guides and then I had to try to figure that shit out because I could not for the life of me understand where to go, where to find keys using those iron boots. Oh, it was, it's, 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 I, 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 I know that there's kind of been, you know, there's been some dialogue about how the water temple is actually good and that sort of thing, but it's very hard for me. It, it's hard for me to kind of look at that way and, 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 uh, think about it because it, I had such a miserable experience going through that dungeon. Um, and that's kind of a big, it's kind of a big reason why I haven't really, I mean, among, among other things, you know, time and there's so many other games that I want to play, but that's kind of been a big reason why I've sort of held off on replaying Ocarina because of kind of the dungeons and some of the, some of the jank with that. Uh, I also don't have like the 3DS copy, so if I maybe if I played like the 3DS version of Ocarina, maybe I'll I'll enjoy it a little bit more because um, I'm sure there's like a lot of accessibility options and you know quality of life updates. But I have not after beating Ocarina once, I have not really gone back to it. Um, I can't really say if it's my it's not it's definitely not my favorite. I appreciate it for what it is and kind of setting up the, you know, kind of setting the stage for the other 3D Zelda games, but it's definitely not my favorite. I think it's 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 difficult for me to kind of go back to it, uh, just because some of the gameplay mechanics are I, I feel are a bit outdated. Um, I also, it's it's funny. I never got Epona. I never got the horse in in my playthrough, so I was always just running around in Hyrule, kind of like going from place to place. If I if I needed to, if I if I didn't have the ability to like fast travel or whatever, like I had to like run around and shit, and that was kind of that was hard, especially when it you know got to night and all like the pose and other enemies started coming out. Um, so I again appreciate Ocarina for what it is. But it's definitely not my favorite. Uh, I, for Majora's Mask, I started, I remember starting a playthrough of it and getting really confused as to like what the hell I was supposed to do and getting stuck. I, I got really, 
I got kind of frustrated um, in that kind of that first sequence where I was like stuck as as a Deku, and I was like, I, I, I just give me just give me back my human body, you know what I mean? Just take this fucking mask off of my face, and like time started to pass, and I was like, I, I we're running out of time, <laughs> and I think like the moon crashed into, you know. Uh, into the earth and i think it was like game over and i was like oh damn and, and that's that's game over game over you know what i mean like you can't you have to restart from the beginning basically um so i was like i don't i don't get this <laughs> i i don't understand this at all so i didn't play uh, i didn't try to play majora's mask again until much later on um i borrowed a copy of majora's mask and i played it on the 3ds instead and I had a pretty good time with it. I think it was it was really enjoyable. It was really, um, I understand the the passion that a lot of fans have for Majora's Mask for its kind of themes and you know darker darker narrative and that sort of thing. Um, and I like that. I think that's I think that's cool. I think giving you know Zelda a bit more depth in in terms of its narrative storytelling some of the character motivations uh i think is interesting uh and i uh i enjoyed playing through it um i guess going now now you know this is i'm kind of jumping back and forth here twilight princess i i love twilight princess i think wind waker and twilight princess are kind of my favorites because um i guess a lot for like nostalgia reasons you know playing it during like my childhood um and really sort of developing a i don't know developing kind of a connection with the series um twilight princess is just like a epic game man the the cinematics the music the um kind of the plot and how it develops and the uh the i guess the you know the world building i think that's all incredibly well done and it's 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 just it's it's one of my favorites um in the series it's and it's one of my favorite games i think um it's it's pretty easy to pick up and there's just a lot of memorable moments from that game whether it's like you know wolf link um the uh, fucking what is it that one that one item where you're like on a spinning top what's that thing called i don't i forgot what that thing was called and then the boss battle Th- those are very memorable moments just like key gaming moments <laughs> that I, I can kind of that i fondly remember um and minna is a fantastic companion i think she's an incredible character uh there's just so much going for twilight princess i feel um that it's hard for me to really think about I don't know. Of course, there are, you know, no game is uh, no game is flawless, but I, re- I I really there's just a lot to appreciate with Twilight Princess. Just in terms of I I, I think this not this, but I, this is one of the games where I started to really really grow and appreciate a well crafted story um, and stakes and characters that have you know that go through trials and tribulations that have emotional depth and have some um there are things that you as a player can you know kind of resonate with i think that's kind of what 
this is one of the games that really kind of solidified that and that's kind of one of the things that I look that I've started to really not started but that I've I realized that I I'm I'm looking for in in a game you know what I mean um and so I really I really appreciate that about Twilight Princess I I think that it you know the the cinematics and everything like that I think it really adds on to the experience um and I think as a whole this game really um is is really impactful um in just kind of the its whole presentation i think um it's a great game i i, I love twilight princess um next one that i played was yeah spirit tracks i'm pretty sure um another ds title i i really enjoyed this one i think i think i have fond memories of it because i completed it <laughs> you know what i mean uh less frustrations oh another thing about phantom hourglass i also really struggled with like the ocean king temple i i just i i i just really struggled with kind of the difficulty of that and i just did not um i did not really enjoy the experience of having to go back to the temple over and over again and you you, you do get that with this game as well but i feel it's it's a bit less difficult and it's that's probably why i i've i've i felt that it was much more to to my speed and i i sort of enjoyed i i I didn't mind going back to kind of the same thing over and over again um and it also i think is because this game came out you know a bit later down the line and i was also i i had a bit more experience with games and stuff so it maybe that's sort of why this game i felt that i didn't struggle as much playing through um spirit tracks but i enjoyed spirit tracks um i'm i'm very much echoing what other people have said about how zelda is portrayed in this i think this is probably one of the best portrayals of zelda in the entire series um i wish uh i wish that later in later titles that she gets featured more as a companion character i think that would be really great i feel that having her present throughout the entire story is really just it it, it, you know i don't know like it helps add it helps add to her character you feel like she's there with you like she's there with you the entire time and i think that's really i think that's really great um this is really the only game that i can think of this is the only game in the series that really does this um and i wish that um again other titles kind of did that because her her name is in the freaking title (laughs) title of the series you know what i mean um but yeah, I, I enjoyed Spirit Tracks. Uh, I was watching some some other videos, you know, doing kind of like a, kind of like a retrospective on 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 Zelda games, and I again I, I haven't really revisited Spirit Tracks in a long time, so I think that one of one of the kind of the criticisms that I've seen is that the game there's a lot of downtime between like traveling from section to section with your train, so I think that part uh that part might not have aged very well um but i again i haven't played the game at all in a minute so who knows maybe my maybe my experience have, is uh maybe they've maybe maybe they hold up if i if i replay it again um but uh i i, I think that again i was less frustrated with the the game mechanics this time around for the ds title um and i didn't really 
I don't know. I just didn't struggle as much. There were certain moments like there's, there was a moment where you had to blow into the mic. I always, I always hate doing that shit. Like it looked <laughs> like it, front one, if you, if you're bringing out your DS into public, like you look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> like it's just, he just, he just doesn't look like, he's like, what are you, what are you doing? Oh, he's playing spirit tracks. <laughs> um, I don't like those gimmicks or mechanics. I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, but other than that, I think it's a really, it was a pretty enjoyable experience. I, I, I liked it quite a bit. And again, I think it helps having Zelda be an actual character in the story. Being very present and active, um, I think, is, uh, is a good thing. The next title that I played was Skyward Sword. Um, I, I, was, I was swept up in the hype for Skyward Sword. I was, at that point in my life, I was just a full-blown, like, Zelda nerd. I had a subscription to, like, Nintendo Power, um, and so they, they had a, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I still have the, the edition as well, um, but I still have the, the cover of Link, uh, for, like, one of the, it's, like, pre-release of Skyward Sword, um, just, like, talking about, you know, just, like, the the world and just like the everything like that i kind of want to read it i need to i need to find I, I need to find that magazine and read it um because i was like i was like fully i was fully in that shit you know i was i was really in that that hype <laughs> i was really hyped up about it uh and i remember during that time going to like ign and GameSpot and all these other uh gaming websites and reading up on you know zelda and and all that and i was just i, I was fully in, in immersed into it and I, I i was fully buying into the fact like a lot of people were giving this a lot of uh publications were giving this uh game like a 10 out of 10 this is the best zelda game ever and, and shit like that it was it was pretty wild thinking about it now um and i was i was fully in it um i really bought it <laughs> uh when I played the game, I, 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 I still, I really enjoyed it. I think it was, I think it was a really fun experience. Uh, it is not a 10 out of 10 for sure. It's definitely not, it is not, I don't think it's the best Zelda game. Um, but I still think it's a really well done game for sure. Uh, I did not run into any trouble with the motion controls. I felt that those functioned fine for me. I really i enjoyed the relationship between link and zelda i also enjoyed the story even if it is a bit bare bones and looking back on it it's not the most uh you know it's not the most developed it's not the most complex it's not really it's even really not the most interesting but i i i, I was i was into it man i was i was really into it back then and again this is most of these games i have i really haven't replayed since um I mean, I've played, you know, I've done multiple playthroughs when I had those games back, uh, you know, when I had the time, really, uh, but I haven't touched them since then, so uh, I, I haven't really, I, you know, they really, they re-released it on Switch, remastered it, whatever, Skyward Sword, uh, I don't know if it's something that I'm interested in getting, uh, because I, I did, like, multiple playthroughs of it back in the day, uh, I really enjoyed the dungeons, I think the dungeons were pretty well done. I think they were a lot of fun. I liked the items and how they were used within within those dungeons or within the world, really. 
uh, certain bosses I think were pretty enjoyable. Uh, it's it's I had a pre- I have pretty pretty fond memories of it. Again, it's not the best Zelda for sure. It's definitely not the best Zelda. I totally get that. Uh, but I, I I have pretty fond memories of it. I don't think it's I don't know if it's gonna be soured if on multiple replays or if I'm gonna just be like you know what I I still appreciate it for what it is. But I guess we'll see um, if I ever do uh, get to it again. But yeah, it's a good game. I, I think it's great. The music's fantastic for sure. I think that's a big uh, big up for for Skyward Sword. And then. I think what else? What else? Handheld games. There was a Link Between Worlds. I'm, I feel like I'm. Pro- I'm probably gonna be missing some stuff, so maybe I'll touch back up on this a little later. But Link Between Worlds, really fun, really enjoyable. I don't really have that much to say about it, other than the fact that it's, uh, it's just fun. It's it's really easy to get in and get out of. There's not. There's not like a whole lot of. Um, I don't know. I think the the item the 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 fact that the items are all available to you is really cool. I think that's really fun. You can kind of just experiment with those and see what works. Um and I think it's just it's just like a really short fun easy experience. Not maybe not necessarily easy because there's some difficulty there for sure, but it's not uh I didn't find it too necessarily too difficult. I think it's just a really well-rounded and just tight game for sure and then that kind of leads up to breath of the wild uh for me so i i I didn't uh i didn't actually own a copy of breath of the wild until this this year um i I played a i borrowed a copy of it from someone else i also borrowed their switch and played with it and it's it i mean there's there's only so many things that (laughs) i can really say that hasn't been said about breath of the wild already um but it is it's it's an incredible game it's um you know i i've already kind of touched upon it pretty recently too but it's uh just the even even the smaller things which might not have like we might consider it kind of small at this point but like the fact that you could climb everything is crazy to me it still kind of is crazy right just the fact that you can really touch and go anywhere is is incredible i think that's like the biggest um it's really the biggest draw for breath of the wild in my opinion uh was just like the fact that you could go literally everywhere on the map there was no there was no invisible well you know obviously the the there's certain parts of the map that you know the edges of the map are gonna be blocked off but there was no areas that you couldn't enter. There's, it was, it was all open, and you could do, you could do anything. You could, you could walk through the desert naked, and you know, you could die. You can do a bunch of shit. You could tame a bear. There's just so much you can do in that game, uh, and it's really, it's, it's incredible, man. Um, and that just makes me more excited for, <laughs> for Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, and just kind of doing, I, I, you know, I'm gonna probably cut this off pretty soon but just kind of going back and thinking about my experiences playing through this series and sort of seeing my own I guess my own sort of tastes in in games and certain medium sort of develop and change over time but you know that being said like I I still hold a lot of a lot of the the feel a lot of the 
a lot of the ideas and concepts that I find really important in games, I still hold, you know, I still hold today that I kind of carried from uh, these games that I've that I've played through. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, kind of a brief, not brief, but a bit of a extended sort of talk discussion on what you know Zelda means to me I think there's just there's a lot to really appreciate about about this series and I'm 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 happy that I've kind of stuck along for this long because there's there's the you know there's just the the possibilities are really endless I think um and I'm, I'm just excited for what's coming up next even after Tears of the Kingdom but uh I'm gonna cut it off here the next time you'll hear from me most likely we'll be talking about the game my initial impressions that sort of thing so uh gonna cut here and